Do you know what your name means? My name is Benjamin. People call me Benji. Uh, They've called me that for my whole life since I was a little boy in the 70s, partly due to the fact that there was this little cute brown dog with the same name, and they made movies about him, and America loved him, and so the name kind of stuck, and I just couldn't shake it. I'm okay with it. But technically, my name is Benjamin, and it means son of the right hand. So in Hebrew, Ben means son, and Yamin or Jamin means right hand. So my name is, in Hebrew is son of Jamin, and I have a son named Jamin. We plan that. <laughs> son of Jamin has a son named Jamin. Do you know what your name means? Well, there was once a man named Isaiah, and his name in Hebrew meant God saves or God to the rescue. Now, that might sound like a bit of a funny name to you, but it was just the right name for Isaiah because God had a special job for Isaiah. You see, Isaiah's job was to listen to God, and then to tell people what he heard from God. So God let Isaiah know a secret. It's what we've been looking at in Isaiah's prophecy on Sunday mornings here at Grace during this season of Advent. And God showed Isaiah his secret rescue plan. Operation No More Tears. This is the message that God gave to the prophet Isaiah. Go tell my people that I am going to rescue them, and one day there will be no more sadness, no more tears. Now, that's a great rescue plan, huh? No more tears, no more sadness. Sign me up. Where do I sign up, Isaiah? Well, here's what Isaiah told God's people in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Isaiah's sermons, his messages from God, were full of comfort and hope for God's people. God promised to be a shepherd to his people. He promised to protect his little lambs and carry them in his arms. But God's people didn't listen to God. Can you imagine that? They didn't believe God. Over and over and over again, God kept telling his people how much he loved them, but they wouldn't listen to God. Isaiah's sermons were like love letters that God wrote to his children, kind of like this. Now, imagine, if you will, God writing a love letter to his people. Maybe that's hard for you to grasp because we don't write letters much anymore, right? So how about this? Imagine God texting this love letter to his people. And it goes like this. Dear little flock... You're all wandering away from me like sheep in an open field. You have always been running away from me. 
And now you're lost. You can't find your way back. But I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you. So I am sending you a shepherd to look after you and love you. To carry you home to me. You've been stumbling around like people in a dark room. But into the darkness a bright light will shine. It will chase away all the shadows like sunshine. A little baby will be born. A royal son. His mommy will be a young girl who doesn't have a husband. His name will be Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. He is one of King David's children's children's children, the Prince of Peace. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you, but he won't be who anyone expects. He will be a king, but he won't live in a palace, and he won't have lots of money. He will be poor. And he will be a servant. But this king will heal the whole world. He will be a hero. He will fight for his people and rescue them from their enemies. But he won't have big armies and he won't fight with swords. He will make the blind see. He will make the lame leap like deer. He will make everything the way it was always meant to be. But people will hate him and they won't listen to him. He will be like a lamb. He will suffer and die. It's the secret rescue plan we made from before the beginning of the world. It's the only way to get you back. But he won't stay dead. I will make him alive again. And one day, when he comes back to rule forever, the mountains and trees will dance and sing for joy. The earth will shout out loud. His fame will fill the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. Everything sad will come untrue. Even death is going to die. And he will wipe away every tear from every eye. Yes, the rescuer will come. Look for him. Watch for him. Wait for him. He will come. I promise, love God. Now, isn't that a great love letter? That's the message that God gave to the prophet Isaiah. But poor Isaiah, he read God's love letter over and over and over again to God's people, but no one listened to him at all, ever. They didn't like Isaiah's sermons. How sad. They didn't want to hear God's promise. They didn't believe it. Did it sound maybe too good to be true? A story ends happily ever after? Well, it does sound like a fairy tale, doesn't it? And as anyone will quickly tell you, fairy tales aren't true. Or are they? Well, this fairy tale, this story is true. And you can believe it. You can believe it tonight with all your heart. This story is all about how God came to carry you close to his heart. The good news of the gospel is that Jesus came as the good shepherd and he will carry you in his arms close to his heart if you let him. And if you do, 
than Psalm 23, which I'm sure you've all heard before, and you might even have it memorized. If you invite Jesus into your life, then Psalm 23 can become your song, the song that you sing with all of your heart, because Jesus is your shepherd. You can sing with joy and confidence and even dance as you sing these words. Have you ever danced while singing Psalm 23? As I wrote that this week, I thought, I've never done that. I'm not going to do it right now, okay? I'm not going to dance and I'm not going to sing. It's Christmas Eve. You don't deserve that. But have you ever danced while you were singing Psalm 23? If you open your heart up to Jesus tonight, you can. And it doesn't matter if you sing off key, and it doesn't matter if you have no rhythm and you can't dance. Have you ever danced while singing Psalm 23? You can, you should. It's what Christmas is all about. Imagine dancing with joy as you sing these words. God is my shepherd, and I am his little lamb. He feeds me, he guides me, he looks after me. I have everything I need. Inside, my heart is very quiet, as quiet as lying still in soft green grass in a meadow by a little stream. Even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places, I won't be afraid because my shepherd knows where I am. He is here with me. He keeps me safe. He rescues me. He makes me strong and brave. He is getting wonderful things ready for me, especially for me, everything I ever dreamed of. He fills my heart full of happiness. I can't hold it all inside. Wherever I go, I know God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking always and forever love will go too. Isn't that great? Kind of makes me want to dance. How about you? Jesus is our shepherd, the good shepherd, who holds us close to his heart. And that's good news for us because what animal does the Bible say 400 times that people are most like? What animal does the Bible say over 400 times that we are most like? Oh dear, it's sheep. 400 times the Bible calls us sheep. And I don't know what you know about sheep, but sheep are not clever at all. They're foolish. And they smell really, really bad. They're really stinky. And they're dumb. You may be thinking, I know someone like that in my family. They're really stinky. And they're really dumb. And the Bible says, y'all are like sheep. For instance, sometimes sheep just topple over and they can't get themselves back up again. And they just lie there. (laughs) How silly. And they're constantly falling off of cliffs or going to unsafe places and getting stuck. Or eating poisonous things or getting hurt or running off and getting lost. Or not finding their way home again even if their fold is in plain sight. So you see, 
Sheep are completely helpless on their own, and they desperately need a shepherd. And the Bible says that we are sheep, therefore we are helpless, and we desperately need a shepherd too. Which is why God gave us Jesus. This is what Advent is all about. This is what Christmas is all about. Jesus, the good shepherd, came to rescue us. To rescue us from our sin and to rescue us from hell. Eternal hell, separated from God. Jesus came to rescue us from that. But even when the shepherd finds his lost sheep, the sheep often still goes rushing about, running around, kicking and squirming, and it just won't hold still. And the only way the shepherd can round up his sheep is to seize it and to hurl it to the ground, bind up its legs and throw it over his shoulders and carry it home. The poor sheep just doesn't understand what's happening when that takes place. Why? Well, remember, sheep are dumb. They're not clever at all. The sheep thinks, I'm being captured. I'm going to be killed. But the shepherd is actually saving the sheep's life. And sometimes we don't understand what God is doing in our lives either. It may even look like God is hurting you. But you can trust your shepherd who loves you. He carries you close to his heart. Maybe you're scared tonight. Maybe you don't understand what God is doing in your life. Maybe you're trying to rejoice and trying to sing songs of joy, but there's pain and there's uh, heaviness and darkness in your heart, and you're wondering, God, what are you doing in my life? And it seems like he's killing you, but he's just capturing you binding your legs up and throwing you over his shoulder and carrying you close to his heart. He carries each one of us close to his heart. So maybe you're scared tonight. Maybe you don't understand what God is doing in your life. Your shepherd says to you, he says to all of us tonight, don't be afraid, little flock. I'm your good shepherd You have everything you need. When you're hungry, I'll feed you. When you're thirsty, I'll give you water to drink. When you're tired, I'll bring you to cool shade where you can rest. I will rescue you, protect you, and love you. That might be what you need most for Christmas this year. To hear Jesus the good shepherd, to hear your shepherd tell you that it's going to be okay. That might be what that little heart of yours needs more than anything tonight, a comforting word from the good shepherd. You can trust him, you know. After all, he laid his life down for you on the cross, for your sins, for all the bad stuff that you do. He laid his life down for all the bad things that you do. And he said, I'll, I'll, I'll take the responsibility. Wow. 
Jesus died for our sins. Listen to what Jesus said in John's gospel, John 10, 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus laid his life down for you on the cross, and God raised him from the dead. Will you give your life to him? He's waiting. He'll have you. He welcomes you with open arms. It doesn't matter what you've done with your life, how terrible you are. Jesus, he will have you. He'll take you and say, come on in. Open arms. He'll receive you, give you the biggest hug, kiss you on your neck and say, welcome home. I've been waiting so long and I'm so glad that you're here. All you got to do is say, help, help Jesus. I need you. He loves you. He really does. He loves you. It's not a fairy tale. He loves us. His heart throbs for bad people. It's what Christmas is all about. One of my favorite Old Testament scholars, Alec Motier, said, The Old Testament is the place where we learn about the good shepherd looking after his sheep. God is in love with us. His heart goes pitter-patter when he sees us. That's so plain in the Old Testament. And it was plain in Isaiah's sermons too. But God's people didn't listen to him. Will you listen to God tonight? Christmas is the celebration that God is in love with us. It's the celebration that his heart goes pitter-patter when he sees us. Why not worship him tonight? Why not worship the little baby in the manger? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, what hope we have this starlit night. A king is born in Bethlehem. The Son of God, Jesus, born here to bleed. A crown of thorns would pierce his brow for us, for our sins. We thank you for this wonderful gift. In Jesus' name, amen.